Got an update on Jake DeBrusque as the Boston Bruins prepare for Saturday's home opener against the Arizona Coyotes on this TGIF episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, October 14th, and this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That's Bet Online where the game starts. Thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube, so please do open your podcast app, go to YouTube, search up Locked On Bruins, and smash that subscribe button. I will share the links again today on Twitter. You can find the podcast there at Bruins. Also on Instagram, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. So following a season-opening win over the Washington Capitals on Wednesday, the Bruins will be back in action Saturday in their home opener against the Arizona Coyotes. And we got an update this morning on Jake DeBrusque who was injured in that game against Washington, was not able to return for the third period. Boston Bruins head coach Jim Montgomery ruling DeBrusque out with an upper body injury for Saturday's game. The injury not as bad as they initially feared, uh, according to Scott McLaughlin of WEEI. And he could be back sooner than later. DeBrusque started Wednesday's game on the top line with Taylor Hall and Patrice Bergeron. In practice on Friday, it was Craig Smith who was occupying that right wing spot. The checkmates line of Pavel Zaka, David Krejci, David Pasternak remained intact. While Trent Frederick appears to be the one who will draw into the lineup playing in his third-line spot with Charlie Coyle down the middle and likely A.J. Greer pivoting over to the right-wing spot. Personally, I would like to see Jack Stanika get some game action. If you're going to keep him up on the NHL roster, get him into the game. Uh, As good as A.J. Greer has been, Stanika is a right-hand shot. He deserves some playing time in my estimation. Failing that, I'd prefer to bump him out and play over Thomas Nosek on the fourth line. But that fourth line of Nosek, Nick Foligno, and Jakob Lauko looks to remain intact for Saturday's game. So Craig Smith, third line to first line. Stanika still out while Frederick comes in for the injured Jake DeBrusque. 
And it looks as though Jeremy Swayman will get his first start of the season as he has been pegged as the netminder for that game against Arizona. Another injury update uh, to mention appears as though Matt Grizzlick could be back sooner than later as well. Montgomery says Grizzlick is day-to-day, getting his timing back. Grizzlick telling McLaughlin of WEEI that he physically feels good and hasn't experienced any setbacks, which is fantastic to hear. Anton Strawman not quite ready to enter the lineup as he still dealing with some visa issues, which has not been expeditious, according to head coach Jim Montgomery. So Lindholm, Carlo, Forbort, Clifton, Riley's Worrell were the defensemen of note in the top six during practice here on Friday. Grizzlick, Strawman skating as the extras, although they could both be in the lineup here sooner than later. So that's the latest in terms of Boston's roster composition for their upcoming sets of games, or at least for tomorrow's game against Arizona, and we'll see how things change ahead of next week's contests. In segment number two, we're going to talk about the Arizona Coyotes and what we can expect from them in Saturday night's game. But first, a quick word about Bet Online. They're your number one source for all betting information this season. If you're wanting to put some futures down on the Boston Celtics, for example, or play some player props for the Bruins game on Saturday, they're your number one source for the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find, and every player as well. They're your continued source for all sports wagering information, with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, like the Major League Baseball playoffs, MMA, boxing, and golf, as well as NHL and NBA, which is right around the corner. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. So the Bruins playing a non-traditional rival in their home opener Saturday against the Arizona Coyotes, a team that they have gone 55-27-1 against in their 83 games since the inception of the Arizona Coyotes, having moved from Winnipeg to the desert some years ago. 7-11 point percentage, and uh, they've averaged 3.75 goals versus 2.78. And the Arizona Coyotes, not expected to be very good at all this season. In fact, they're one of the leading contenders in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes Uh, looking to add a potential franchise player in the draft uh, this coming June. They played their season opener last night against the Pittsburgh Penguins, a game that they lost 6-2 and uh, could have been much worse by all accounts as 
the Penguins, <clears throat> excuse me, tossed 53 shots on goalie uh, Karel Vemelka, who uh, kept, well, I don't want to say he kept them in the game, but, um, you know, in the second period alone, he made 21 saves on 22 shots. So the um, Coyotes, not the strongest team defensively by any uh, stretch of the imagination. Vimelka, he's a high-volume goalie. He's going to get a ton of shots, get a ton of starts. Uh, although Connor Ingram, who they picked up off the waiver wire, is a, a pretty talented young goalie as well. They're well-situated for the future in net, but these guys are going to be tested, and, and the Bruins need to get the puck on net early and often. The only bright spot for the Coyotes were the two goals that they scored, and they came off the stick of former Bruin Nick Ritchie. Uh, we all know Ritchie, as well as Andre Kasha, were not qualified before last season. Ritchie signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs, and that did not work out very well for him at all. He was then traded to the Coyotes last season in a deal involving defenseman Ilya Labushkin, who's now playing for the Buffalo Sabres. Side note, Sabres players were allowed to pick their own goal songs for this year, and Labushkin went with Gummy Bear. So, be cool to hear that at some point this season, although he's not much of a goal scorer. Richie scored both goals last night for the Coyotes, and has been pretty successful since arriving in Arizona last season with 12 goals in 25 games. He said since he came to Arizona, it's been a breath of fresh air playing with some good guys. He's getting some good looks on the power play, and that definitely doesn't hurt anything. So good on Richie for, yeah, seizing this opportunity and for making the best of not being picked up by uh, by the Bruins, as well as not having it work out with the, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, kind of his hometown team, as he's from uh, just outside of, of Toronto. The Coyotes, again, expected by most pundits, to um, finish at or near the bottom of the NHL standings. They're going to be competing with the likes of probably the Montreal Canadiens, the Chicago Blackhawks, I'm sure would love to get in on those sweepstakes as well. San Jose Sharks may be down there. And uh, the Coyotes already at the bottom of the standings, although they only played one game. They're tied with uh, several teams with the worst goal differential as well at minus four. I didn't check their fancy stats from last night, but I would assume they're not much of a possession team either. And uh, the Bruins should be able to take advantage of that. Coyotes. Uh, five on five last night they had a 40.7 shot attempt uh, differential percentage 
51 shot attempts given up, 35 for the Bruins. After one game, there's room for improvement there as well, 46.59. So this will be a good opportunity for the Bruins to keep their strong start going, uh, to mitigate the losses of Charlie McAvoy, Brad Marchand, and now DeBrusque, and for Swayman to build some confidence too here in the early going. Um, Joe Haggerty of uh, Boston Hockey Now kind of tweeting something funny here. Jim Montgomery was asked for an uh, official update on DeBrusque or what might be bothering him. And uh, Montgomery kind of gave a Tommy boy. It's not so much here as right here reference uh, to shoulder, arm, that kind of thing. So upper body, upper body kind of arm-ish injury there for Jake DeBrusque, which will keep him out of the lineup for at least one game. But the good news is Grizzlick upgraded to day-to-day, could be in the lineup as early as next week. And with the addition of Anton Strowman, there'll be some decisions to make as to whether they send Mike Riley back down, whether they scratch a couple guys and keep two in the press box. Um, so that's going to be something to keep an eye on as well. Uh, once McAvoy comes back, they'll theoretically have nine defensemen under contract, and someone likely will have to uh, be moved to make some room there. In the final segment, we're going to tee up what's next for the Boston Bruins after that game against the Coyotes and um, what we hope will be a good weekend for Boston and for some hockey watching. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone bring you the fantasy edge and keep you ahead of the competition with daily news updates, analysis, and advice Monday through Friday. It's available on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you get podcasts. I will actually be down at the rink tonight here in Guelph as the Storm and Bruins second round pick Matt Poitra welcome the Saginaw spirit. Uh, I'll be attending as a fan in the stands. Still be doing some Poitra watch, of course, but not in an official uh, capacity. Although I do hope to uh, get up in the press box uh, as early as next week when the Oshawa Generals come to town. Brett Harrison still dealing with an injury that has kept him out of the lineup for the Generals so far this season and kept him from attending Bruins training camp as well. So hopefully he's in the lineup and um, can get a look at him and Poitra in a two-for-one deal next week. The Bruins have a busy week coming up. If you have Bruins on your fantasy team, you're going to want to have them active next week with four games on tap, including a back-to-back Monday, Tuesday against the Florida Panthers at home in Ottawa for the Senators' home opener on Tuesday. Then they have a night off. They welcome the Ducks on Thursday and then the Minnesota Wild 
next Saturday afternoon. So five games coming up between tomorrow and next Saturday. And uh, excited to get more looks at our Boston Bruins. And hopefully, again, uh, we can get our boy Jack Stanika into the lineup. I was reminded in my Facebook memories that this time last year, I was heading to Ottawa to visit family with our three boys. And it was that weekend that the Charlie McAvoy um, deal was announced. His um, massive contract extension signed with the Boston Bruins. Now, it's important to remember that the season began a touch um, late last year, so it was still before the beginning of uh, the season, just before as the Bruins began against the Dallas Stars on October 16th. So maybe uh, we could see some pre home opener similarities here with respect to David Posternak's contract. Again, he had that scintillating performance on Wednesday in the season opener with four points. Don Sweeney probably wants to get that done before his value goes through the roof with more performances like that playing with David Krejci. Uh, So just something to keep an eye on here. It's always something that is in the back of our minds, always something that we're hoping the Bruins will get done sooner than later. And it's just interesting that that took place on the eve of the home opener last season, season opener. But again, it did um, start a bit later. Anyways, that's it for a bit of a shorter episode of Locked On Boston Bruins today. I hope you all are anticipating a, a fun weekend. Again, going to the hockey game tonight. Have house league basketball and hockey for two of our boys on Saturday. Then the Bruins home opener. Our oldest is going to a VR place for his birthday party on Sunday. Hoping to squeeze in the Rings of Power finale. Obviously be watching House of the Dragon on Sunday. So it's going to be jam-packed and hoping to take advantage of the fall weather, get out there, do my daily walks as well. I hope you're all having a great week or looking forward to a weekend. It's been a good week for you, that you're taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. And thank you again so much for uh, all the support here on Locked On Boston Bruins. Doing my best to keep you up to date on all things spoke to be here on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.